one year what is going on everybody we are back with another episode of from my experience podcast i want to start by thanking all of my listeners those of you who like share subscribe i greatly appreciate it those of you who comment i greatly appreciate it those of you who are just tapped in uh you are joining the conversations in the facebook group you are engaging in our social media posts. We truly, truly, truly appreciate it. And that is why we're going to continue to bring you great content to help get you to that next step in your life. Um, but today, we have a special guest. This brother has been on the show before. Uh, I interviewed him in April of last year, so we're just under a year since... We've last had a, a long, drawn-out conversation about the things that he has going on. Uh, I'm not even going to drag out this intro. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the CEO of Evolve Basketball Inc. Evolve Basketball Inc. My bad. <laughs> Mr. Devin Butler. Man. Listen, so, how, how are you doing, man? Oh, doing well. Just taking it day by day and uh, living out in 2022. <laughs> Listen, so before we even get started, y'all, you might want to pause, go back to our previous episode. Um, I think y'all are going to be highly surprised by how much has changed and how much has happened since our last conversation. I know that I am, because I went back and listened to our last episode, which was kind of like the beginning of your story. Um, and then we left off with a couple of things we were supposed to get back up and uh, talk about those things. And so here we are now. Um, so last time we talked, you know, you were talking about how you were hustling, man. You were out there. Uh, you went to, what, Vegas for that basketball tournament, and you were filming games. Um, and then right. that evolved into you getting more into the ownership and business side of things and going overseas for business training and presentations and playing ball overseas and getting all that together. Then you cop some land. And last time we talked, you were working on a new app for online training, um, a workout facility, and some sports complexes. So where are you now? Well, so, uh, so th that conversation, I guess it was April of last year. It don't even feel like that, man. That's crazy. Our time <laughs> flies. Uh, I, by. I feel like that was a couple of months ago. So from that time on, uh, I've had a, I had a second surgery. Sheesh, so yeah. when I first talked to you, I just had the first right uh, right hip surgery, then I had my left hip in June. So I had to get through that. So that's what happened right after that, uh, like a month later. So how's but, the recovery? Uh, Are you fully recovered, then, or uh, I'm pretty close. My right hip is fully recovered because okay. in a month it'll be a year. So okay. the left hip is pretty much just two months behind that because I did them pretty much back to back. So my left one is still happens good days and bad days, but it's it's getting close. Okay, cool, cool. So, uh, but since then, so since that last April, we, I've opened up the uh, first facility, the first workout facility in um, in Shanley, Georgia, in the Brookhaven, Buckhead area. So I did open that one up. Hey, congratulations on that. I've seen the clips on Instagram. 
Um, it it looks fantastic, man. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, so that one was when I when I talked to you, I just kind of started getting the construction and everything going. But obviously, since it was still kind of uh, only one one year into the whole COVID stuff, uh, basically supply chain stuff was kind of slow and it just kind of uh, delayed it a little bit. But we we still moved pretty fast because I had to gut the whole warehouse out, so it was just a blank canvas. Mm-hmm. So we pretty much we opened that one up officially on August first of uh, last year. Oh, dang, you wasn't playing no games. Would you say that COVID ended up, because of what the industry you went into, would you say that COVID ended up kind of helping you a little bit? Because I know prices went might have went down. Um, you were probably able to negotiate and finagle some things a bit easier. Is that true or no? Yeah, to an extent. I mean, only thing it just made certain stuff take longer than what it would. Um, but, I mean, I could say if COVID probably, I didn't, wouldn't have happened. I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. Uh, just like every single step that's happened in my life, uh, they, they've happened for a reason. I mean, going to Claflin, pretty much. If I didn't go to Claflin, I wouldn't be where I'm at in life. So yeah. COVID was, for me, was a necessary step that happened because before COVID, I didn't need a gym because I just used high schools and churches. But then I don't know how big my training and stuff would have been. I was kind of complacent also at the time. And once I was, and I was moving around a lot. So once COVID happened, I got to actually sit down and sit still and think, analyze and stuff like that. It pretty much changed a lot of things. So for me, it helped me. It was pretty much what you do with your time. So for me, it helped me. <laughs> yeah, you ain't never lied about what you do with your time. I, I've been complacent yeah, on so podcast. I mean, see, but, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, so for me, for me, you know, it helped me. So um, like I said, we was able to get that gym. And I probably wouldn't have had surgery either, even though I had it last year. But, I mean, I was on such – on the go so much it was like uh i mean i do it when i do it but i never really had a lot of time to kind of sit down and analyze and get stuff done so covid pretty much you know helped everything that i I was doing so give us more details about um this facility that you have now so this one is uh pretty much I, i took a warehouse that's in a in a antique mall area so it's like a bunch of stores and it was an empty unit it used to be like a rug store, basically. So I took that one, and um, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I took I took that one. I took an empty warehouse, and I pretty much turned it into a basketball gym. So I bought the courts, bought the goals, um, painted the painted the whole thing, cleaned it up, all that type of stuff. Did a deep clean, built, put like a mini office in there, and um, well, a conference room, and put two bathrooms. So. Um, I put five basketball courts in there, so it's five goals, five basketball courts. I pretty much, you know, just uh, gearing up for the springtime. So right now we're going into the high, the high level times of making money and high traffic time because in basketball training, for the most part, you make all your money during um, when everybody gets out of season. So yeah. middle school, elementary school is done now. And then they pretty much, you know, taking a break and getting right back into the train. And high school was done in like two weeks, so okay, uh, pretty much going, pretty much going from uh, from there. So last year I technically missed the high traffic season because remember I didn't start construction until you know when we talked around April. I was getting ready to it, just kind of. Well, I actually didn't even start it yet when we talked because I was waiting on permitting. So people got to understand when you build construction, no matter what you do, you got to get it permitted by the city. So I was still waiting on that process, and that didn't happen until after me and you talked. So, um, so now it's just off to the now it's just in a 
new promoting stage, bringing back old clients, bringing on new clients who, you know, haven't heard of us and just scaling that process up. So I'm so glad you, you mentioned permitting, man. I, I preach on this show all the time. And I know you've probably seen it. Everyone is trying to get everyone to run out and jump into business and start a business today, start a business today. Nah, it don't work like and that. <laughs> Y'all be trying to tell people, like, there are some businesses, yeah, you can run out there like that and be making money, but you're not doing it legitly. And as soon as someone calls you on it, you're in trouble. I'm like, yo, do your research. See what you need to do within your state, within your county, or what have you. And make sure you have all your stuff, all your ducks in a row. Like, since I moved to Virginia... I had a. I started a new business. I moved my LLC to Virginia. I needed a business license. I didn't need that in South Carolina. So now sure. I have a business license so I can operate up here without having to worry about um, anything. And also where I live, you have to pay taxes monthly on your profits. So I keep trying to tell people, man, quit trying to do stuff the quick way. Do it the proper way. Um, and you and you learn so much when you go through those processes, and that's how you can pass the knowledge on and help others. So I'm definitely glad you mentioned that. But I'm glad the permitting came through because I know that you know I, I sold real estate for a while, so I, I have a little bit of experience with you know permitting. And when you're just waiting on something to come back, and you hoping everything is good, or you hoping everything is good enough for you to get by. Right, exactly. And- People don't understand you can't do anything without permitting. So, like, I mean, you can, but when the inspectors come <laughs> by your, your place or whatever, they will put that thing on your uh, your window, and then you pretty much shut down. And then you got to pay the fines and stuff. So you don't you don't even want to deal with that. You don't. And then that's the reputation of your business. Well, what happened? Then someone spread a rumor or something like that. Like, oh man, they got something. They got Corona running up in there or whatever. And then now <laughs> nobody wants to come back even when you open back up. So. <laughs> Yeah, that that that's nuts, man. So, what was that like, man? When when everything was finished, and you walked in and you walked through that facility, you looked around, you got to really see, you know, I would say part of your dream. I don't know if this is your whole dream, but part of your dream really come to fruition. Like, what what did that feel like? Uh, I mean, it was a it was a great feeling because I mean, you know, growing up how I grew up and people like. Like, it's hard to see something that's yours. So, you know, I've known a bunch of trainers my whole life, seen a bunch of coaches my whole life and stuff, and none of them really had a gym or nothing that they caught their own. I mean, I don't know anybody who's had a gym. So everything, a lot of the stuff that I've done, I've, I haven't seen people who, who've done it um, before. So I'm pretty much trying to make a blueprint for others, basically. So if, like, the same as, um, you know, going overseas or, or going to um, – you know, going to HBCU, stuff like that. Some people that they're the first generation of those things. So having my own gym, basically, and having a place that somebody owns that looks like us, basically, for people to come in, I want to pretty much kind of show that that that's possible, basically. You could start from one point and, and pretty much I achieved, my, I achieved my dream by having my gym up and open before I was 30. I mean, before I was 31, I was 30 years old. So I turned 31 right after it opened. Man. Right when it was done, so I opened. I so we our official launch day is like August first, mm-hmm. um, but I mean you know we was in there a couple of weeks before. That's when everything was like really completed. It was like the middle of July when it was like everything was really completed basically. But August first is like when we did like the official launch date basically and that's what's on the certificate so you got to say that because you get in trouble <laughs> <laughs> yes the certificate date ladies and gentlemen 
Uh, Certificate date is August 1st. (laughs) (laughs) That's when everything happened, y'all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's what happened, August 1st. (laughs) So talk about some of the things that take place in there. Like, let's go a little bit in depth. Okay, so let's say I'm new. I'm walking in. What should I expect? Or what can I expect walking in there, being greeted and all that? Uh, I mean, pretty much what we do now, especially we, we give all our clients, you know, a free evaluation. Um, uh, so pretty much we like to evaluate the kids because we, we kind of do a lot of high-level training. So we, we take all levels, but we do high-level training. So we don't like to put, say, a kid who's not as experienced in a group of kids that's, that's you know, better or worse. Because mm-hmm. we, uh, we're, we're more uh, tailored towards player development. So we're not just trying to grab a dollar and, try to make as much money as possible. No, we want to, you know, help the kid achieve their goals. So, you know, putting a kid that's not as good, but a kid that's good or a eight year old with a 16 year old and stuff like that, yeah. you pretty much slowing them down or, and stuff like that. So it's more individual player development where we have small group sessions of, you know, uh, six uh, between four and six kids in a group at the max. And then pretty much you go from there. Okay. Okay. Now, how do uh how do how do you go about getting trainers up in there? I know you're not in there. You can't be in there training everybody. So how do those relationships uh, work? I mean, it's just my same group. Uh, my brother uh, and the person who trained me when I was uh, younger, Dorian Lee, and then his uh, fiance who played bas- college basketball and stuff. Also, so they it's just it's us three basically who in there that train. So it's a total of four of us. So we make it work between us four. And then when we get to our high traffic times. Um, once like the college kids and stuff come on from school, like some of our college clients and stuff like that, you know, they'll be in their training and stuff as well. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. I don't think you'll ever have a shortage when it comes to that with, you know, the love for basketball, especially in uh, Georgia. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> you, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you would never have a shortage, man. So what would you say uh, as far as this process goes, you know, um, from, just getting everything together and then now it being open and you've having time to kind of sit back and reflect. What was probably, I would say, the most uh, nerve-wracking or fear, the, the I guess the scariest part of this process for you? Shit, rent due on the first. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to know what that bill looked like. God. Yeah, rent due on the first. That's all you need to know. <laughs> Every single bill come out on the first. <laughs> That's the other thing that come along with doing business. All the bills do not go anywhere. <laughs> nope. Just do on the first. Oh man. Oh, you didn't, yeah, they don't care if you had a good month, bad month. They want their money. They sure don't care, man. They sure don't care. Nah. Um. <laughs> So you have one facility right now, correct? Correct, yeah. And so the goal is, you know, last time we talked, you wanted to definitely open multiple. So uh, though this is still, you know, fairly new, do you already have a roadmap for the future? Yeah, so I mean, right. So the first thing is when I'm trying, I'm getting ready to relaunch the app. So, I mean, I know we uh, mentioned that, and I, yeah. I didn't actually get around to it last year. I just did So the my first goal this year was to relaunch the app okay. um, again. So I'm going to – I'm working on that process now. I'm, I'm about 50% done with it. Um, cool. Once I'm done with it, then I have to just kind of upload content and stuff like that to it and kind of go from there. So I should 
we launched the app. So it should be done sometime around March. So I'm, I'm like, I'm all, my team has already been working on it. I work on it during the day. So that's that was the first for me to go. The second goal, um, second goal is obviously to blow this one up. So to outgrow it. So I haven't quite outgrown it yet because, like I said, we did well in a couple of months when we first opened, and obviously you have your slow times. But this would be our first full year going through a full cycle. So I want to kind of blow this one out mm-hmm. and then uh, graduate to uh, the bigger location. So the bigger location, since we already you know got the land secured as a group basically there's no rush to build it but i do want to start the process because at the end of the day it takes um it, it, it takes a couple of months it may a year pretty much to build yeah and then the next goal would be which could happen before the, the land is maybe to just get another warehouse on the other side of town about 25 minutes away from 25 about 20 25 miles away from the current one so uh, okay. my, my, a lot of my fan, not fan base, but a lot of my client base was in that side of town because that's where I trained at before. So putting someone on the north side of town, the current location now is like in the middle. Mm-hmm. It's right. It's right. It's right in 285 Brookhaven, Shamley, Dunwoody area. So I will probably put one in Gwinnett and then build the one in Tucker. So because the one in Tucker at the end of the day, it's not going to take long, but obviously it ain't going to happen overnight. Like the warehouse in construction terms, it was fast. Mm-hmm. Pay for it in March. You wait for the the permits two three months and you pretty much renovated you know from the ground up could take a you know could take a year basically you don't want to obviously you're not going to take longer than a year because what people understand when you get loans and all that type of stuff you got to pay interest on money and stuff like that so yeah. it's not going to take long and you don't you're not you're not going to want it to take long so um the, like i said the media roadmap first is to release the app second is to have a great spring and summer uh, third is to secure the rest of the funding for the, the project because basically the people don't understand to get these loans you have to either raise the money or you have to secure enough money to put down for the loan so and everything could take care of itself by me getting the app back out and blowing it up and then having a good spring and some with the facility those will take care of themselves with the bigger facility so a man with a plan that's what i like to hear man that, that sounds like a great roadmap. Um, what is going on with the app? What what? So you're relaunching it. What can we expect new from the app or different from the app since this is a relaunch? Oh, uh, uh, so so this one will actually have a um, a website. Um, so the my other app technically didn't have a website. Basically, it was just you know a standalone app. Mm-hmm. So this one will have a website. So I have it, it had a social media component before, but they even have a more of a social media component. So you have like a full news feed that kind of looks like Facebook, okay, um, in a sense. So like basically, if you see our Facebook look on the desktop, it'll kind of look like that, but just mixed with more of an urban and basketball feel. Nice. So nice. like where p- people will be able to like, comment, pictures, videos, and stuff like that. They have their own profile, and then we'll also have like discussion groups. So I'll, I'll make the different groups. Um, where, where people could get in the groups and talk about their favorite teams or different topics, whatever the group is, nice. basically. So uh, in this app, you'll be able to buy merchandise. You was able to in the last one, but not the technology wasn't there how it should have been. So this one, you'll be able to buy merch, and it will have a, um, a, a pretty good loyalty program inside the app. And in this one, everything will be separated in courses. Okay. So like you'll have a ball handling course where you have um, a like a, a pretty strenuous course where we have the video um and then like when you finish a course basically that we come out with you get like a certificate 
So like a, you know, like a certification type thing that you get for finishing every course. So these courses are more detailed at the, as opposed to just kind of like drill work. A lot of our drill work and just random videos, they'll be like on the news feed. Okay. Uh, so we'll have to push notifications and stuff like that. So it'll be more of like a community app. So if people want to pay for it, um, they'll be able to pay like $9 a month and they'll have access to all the, the courses and content. And we'll have some free ones. And then if they don't want to pay for it, they'll still be able to access what we put on the news feed, still be able to access what we have in um, the groups, I'll still be able to buy merch, still be able to interact with their friends and stuff like that. So the court, but the courses though is what people will, will be going to the app mainly for. We'll also have that component. And so once I blow that component up, um, obviously the goal is to try to get as many users on it as possible. That's why I said it's going to be a website as well. So like I, we, we have our own podcast, so they'll be able to watch our own podcast on there. They'll be able to watch, um, like a lot of, they'll be able to watch and listen to whatever, like our podcast, a video. So they'll be able to watch them or listen to them. They'll be able to watch our full workouts. So like we post full workout videos kind of on YouTube, but I'm going to pretty much kind of graduate from all of that stuff and just more so use YouTube, Instagram as promotion. So people could go to our app and watch like our full workout. So there'll be a lot of things that people can do for free mm-hmm. that entice them to want to get the full detail stuff for them to get better. So it's it's uh it'd be it's good the app is gonna be better just for the simple fact that the technology is there when i built the app you know sometimes when you're first you're also too early yeah so the technology wasn't there for the things i was trying to do and the part of the technology that was there cost too much so now the things that you're able to do now doesn't cost as much and um it's, it's more accessible it's more normal now especially online training and apps and stuff like that. Then I'm going to build a loyalty program. Um, so I'm going to build more into the app. So I'm going to simplify the process where you go on the app and do a couple of things. And if you're not doing those things, you're not inside the app and then let the community grow within it and add features. So I pretty much learned from a lot of my mistakes and assess from my other app. And then, you know, pretty much going to go from there. Man, I, I'm, I'm not like the hugest uh, basketball fan and I'm not very big on basketball, but I just want to join just so I can see. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. it sounds fun and enjoyable already to me. Um, and I like cool. the, I like that the, the social community aspect that you're creating because I think that'll be dope too for people like, hey, yo, you know, let's have a pickup game. Where, where are we meeting at type deal? You know what I'm saying? So people who yeah, ain't people normally could, in the could. group text, you know, boom. Right. So like it's it's gonna be more of like a like a social media basketball app that also gives you the ability. Hey man, you wanna uh, get some skills and stuff. And I, I haven't um, officially got a price point, so I mean I know I said nine nine. I just mm-hmm. more so gave that as an example. Yeah. So I want nobody to hold me to it. <laughs> so I don't. <laughs> you know, we hold me to that that price. And so I, I thought about two models, and I ain't afraid to talk about it. Like I thought about going to nine ninety nine price model because at the end of the day that's a um that that price point is you know we're giving high level content so we're not yeah. giving you know a, a little bit of content it's pretty high level and then i also thought about the to make it 99 cent and put as many people on it as possible yeah. i thought about that too and i haven't decided which way i was going to go but those were the two routes that i was going to go people was either going to pay anywhere between 99 cent to 9.99 like i said both routes are and so sometimes the psychology of the brain works a certain way so if if if, if you were selling your podcast equipment to me for five hundred dollars and around the, the market is around 
300 to 500 to 600 i'd be like okay it's probably good equipment mm -hmm. that same equipment nothing's wrong with it, and you sold it to me for ten dollars i probably think something was wrong with it yeah. or so, so, that's how some people think so yeah. sometimes when you do some so two ways you could look at it if you have a too high price point you could price a lot of people out yep if you if you uh boss but also if you have a price point too low people could not think that it's is worth it or it's good because they're like oh why is it so cheap so it just it just depends how you look at it uh, and what you're presenting but at the end of the day with a lot of these apps and content you want to keep people engaged yep um so since we have all those other aspects but our content is real valuable because you also want an audience that's more in the buying power right so mm -hmm. if, if you if you have a bunch of people that's paying 99 cents and most likely probably won't buy other stuff inside the app that we have, have like the the commerce, like the, the merchandise and stuff. Yep. Obviously, when you go to the 999 market, these are people who are more paying customers or their parents are more willing to pay for, for stuff. So it just kind of, yeah, it just kind of depends. Yes, but 99 cents for the most part, people are going to try it yeah, if it, you make a 99 cent. So it's I'm, I'm still wrestling with it because yeah. I know with the right promotion I could put say a hundred thousand people on it yeah like, i mean i mean i mean like a hundred thousand plus people want to pay because i've done it already mm -hmm. and promotion wasn't like how it is now we could do, do so much facebook and instagram ads those ads wasn't like that yet and they didn't even have instagram ads so yeah i know i could put that many people on it for that price point but obviously it is a sustainable one and then uh two are you devaluing what we're giving because we're giving high level stuff uh, so we're not giving just cheap material so I'm still trying to decide what I'm going to do with the courses part. Yeah, do do what's best for your business, man. Um, and as a consumer, you know, when you think about it, you know, $10 a month is not expensive at all. Like, I blow $10 every other day on something, like going out to eat. <laughs> like, I, I can't what? tell you. Like, it's like some people are probably in shock because so many apps and so many people give stuff out for free. But when you think about what you're actually getting for free or for a dollar, most of the time, it is bare bones and stuff like that. Um, I will tell you yeah, one that thing that you can think about. Um, shout out to DJ Short E. She's a DJ overseas. She started a DJ school, and when she first started it, it was only like, it was real cheap. It was like five dollars a month, and then over time, it increased. But she was like, like she did a special for like the first hundred or two hundred or something like that people to sign up. Like, I signed up for it when she first started it, and I have that price forever. Like, I'm not even subscribed right. anymore, but whenever I come back, my price never goes up. It stays the same because I was, like, a, a founding student or something like that. Correct. And I thought that was really dope because her course is super. <laughs> it ain't it ain't cheap right. no more, y'all. Let me tell you. But, yeah, man. And, I, that, and that's an option, too, that a lot of people... Uh, a lot of couples do where you say the first 100, first 200, um, mm -hmm. you know, get stuff like that. So it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of different strategies you could go about. What we're doing, and I haven't decided yet. I'm gonna finish the app first, yeah, and then you know, because I still have time. I have about another, not another month. Basically, the rest of this month to pretty much figure out what I'm gonna do. So I'm glad and you I talked also about got that. Other buddies in the, and, yeah, I also got other buddies that's in the market and have apps. So like, you also don't want to. Um, mess up the market as well. Yeah, because if everybody kind of got the going right around the same thing, you just go ahead and drag it down. You also have people that's expecting that, so the mark the market doesn't bear that. But remember, I was the first to even do it all, yes, so sir. people kind of copy what I did basically. So they can't do it better than you, bro. 
<laughs> you got too much experience on them, man. Too much time, too much experience. You got to, you have a, I mean, you're going to have a digital space and you have a physical space. Like, not many Correct. people can say that. You're the only person I know no. that can say that. Um, so that's, that's, yeah, that's going to be crazy, man. The way you're going to be able to promote events and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because basically what I'm setting up in the app is like uh, geo notifications, so I'll be able to control my people um, who are like in the area and the location. So I'm gonna do a bunch of different stuff, like check-ins and a lot of cool stuff for like the people who are here, mm-hmm. um, and, and get those specific notifications. So I'm, I'm gonna do a lot of cool stuff. So that's why I said I'm gonna offer so much free stuff in the app and so many cool features and so many other free videos. Obviously, where the courses where it's more of a bonus for him to to get it basically because I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a lot of stuff with it. So that is what's up, man. That is what's up, yo, bro. I ain't got no more questions for you. Uh, I, I'm glad uh, to see where you are today. I'm glad you are recovering. Um, you still sound very enthusiastic and very happy about what you're doing, and you have a plan that's together. And this this conversation is motivation for me. I've been dragging my feet on some things. Um, with my new my new vending machine business, I need to secure some locations, um, so I can attract other so I can attract investors because I want to put vending machines across the country. But I need people in those locations and investors and stuff like that. But um, I appreciate that, and I really appreciate you talking about the money thing because too many times, especially in the black community, we feel like we need to either soup. Sometimes we overcharge or we undercharge. And then you have the people Correct, who don't yeah. want to pay. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, yo, if it's a quality product and it's a good product and you're trying to support somebody, then support them. But also, do not charge me $70 for a t-shirt that only yeah, costs you $6. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> but that that's that's yeah, a great conversation. Right. So that And that's the one thing that people don't... Um... Don't talk about where they when they get to their price point. Like obviously, I feel like you obviously got to earn your price point and build up to certain price points if they are high. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times, where well, a lot of entrepreneurs are the problem with is that price point. Like, well, people not buying it, so I'm gonna just make it cheap and make it this price. Well, maybe you're in the wrong room. Yep. Or maybe that's not your audience. So when I did first start that, my audience was I was just mainly targeting like little kids, like yep. younger kids. I was basically trying to get everybody on the app. But it worked for that time. That's how I put three, four hundred thousand people on it because I gave so much for free. But I, it also helped me get a bunch of venture capital funding because if you if you go that route, the cheap route, the free route, you got to put like a lot of people on it. Mm-hmm. Like you got to put a lot because that's how you monetize it eventually, like with ads and stuff. Yeah. So. So that so you you can't you can't kind of be in between, but basically you have to find your price point, stick with it, and then graduate. And, and you can also hot, uh, offer certain things where you have higher price points to get more stuff. Where you give people a little bit at a lower price point, and then make uh, and so it's different ways that you could do it. But obviously, also like I said, it, um, I, I I have tried the high ticket thing, and obviously it's just it's just not for me. And even though I am giving high quality stuff, the, our price point at like the five or nine ninety nine is more so because we're going to be giving you content every month. Yeah. So my goal, my goal with this was to pretty much every month you're getting new videos, where you're not keeping those. You pay for it one month and you got the same videos. No, I'm trying to. My goal was to try to upload a three, like you get three videos a week. Yeah. 
you get new th- you get two to three new videos a week and that's going to keep somebody engaged so just say on the average you're getting 10 new videos a month for basketball for basketball that's a lot that is a lot and uh, then at the same time they're supposed to be using those videos to like train and stuff too so <laughs> correct yeah so you got to master them so if you're not like mat like so on top of the 10 videos that goes in courses or like content like that we're gonna you know give you like our our um our workout session so like that the, and the reason why i give that for free because those are a little easier to make so the workout sessions is pretty much just filming a workout so we do sessions every day mm-hmm. so that's literally just takes uh one of us filming the workout session chopping up some of the dead spots and the misses and then making it to like a 20 30 minute thing so people can see so those those aren't as hard, but obviously you can make content as far as training content within those. Depends if you got the mic on and all that stuff, and if and if yeah. you're breaking it down a certain way, which we do in the there in the sessions. But those would be more so open, like twenty minute workout things where they could watch the whole thing and stuff like that. So we're going to give away a lot of stuff, but then we're going to have premium stuff where we're more so teaching. I think it's going to be a value to a lot of people. So like I said, the big gym is still not going anywhere, but obviously. I'm not about to kill myself to try to get it done. So this the, having the plan in place is going to help take care of that in itself. So yeah, and you got the land. That's the tough part. You already got the land. So yeah. So to me, that's harder than anything because at the end of the day, for the land and even finding the warehouse, those are the two hardest things. Like if, if you can't find the warehouse, yeah. remember with the warehouse of basketball, you got to have the selling height. Mm-hmm. And then for land, you got to have the space and you got to have the clearances, so you don't have to rezone it and stuff like that because that's too hard. Yep. So those two things were the hardest two things. I could, the money thing will figure out itself, and God willing, it'll happen when it's supposed to happen. So, yes, sir. Do you have anything else you need to promote, talk about? Anybody you need to shout out before I let you go, good brother? No, no, just shout out to Gamma New. You always got to shout out Gamma New before you uh, leave, and before I get in trouble by somebody. And that's it. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen. There you have it, man. Again, if you did not hear our first interview back in April, go back and listen to that interview, man. There's some gems in there, man. My good good brother Butler, thank you for joining me once again on From My Experience Podcast. Y'all make sure y'all follow them on Instagram. It is Evolve Basketball Everything. Correct, Amundo? Yeah, Evolve Basketball App. Yeah, Evolve yep. Basketball App. Evolve Basketball App. Y'all make sure y'all check it out. We will keep y'all updated. I'll be posting links in the description so y'all can follow Evolve Basketball app. Um, I'll be checking in with you again, my brother, in a few months. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, nice. I'm gonna get up with you again this year. Yeah, to don't see wait what's a going year, on. man. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna wait a year, man. I'm not gonna wait a year. But, ladies and gentlemen, until yeah. next time, take care of yourselves physically, mentally, and financially, and we'll catch y'all next time. Peace. Oh.